Well, hey there. It's been a about two months, maybe a little longer than that since I last recorded anything to share with you guys. Um, but you know, all is well, a lot has happened and nothing has happened. <laughs> um, but it's been a really great journey into this new season of life as a mom and embracing the surrender and just waiting to see who I am as a mom. I thought I'd hop on and kind of break down some of the stuff that's kind of come to realization with me um, and translate it as best as I can to other seasons of life. Um, and I'll get more into that too later. But that way it's kind of fluid for anybody to use when they're going through transition, not just in like this postpartum situation, but since that's where I'm at, I'm going to talk about it in those terms and I'll do my best to kind of relay that message for anyone who's not. Um, so it was interesting because I didn't sit down with like a really deep intention of like, here's how I'm going to spend my fourth trimester. Um, but subconsciously and energetically and spiritually, I think my guides, um, God, energy, my mind took care of that for me. And, you know, I really have spent almost the whole fourth trimester. I'm almost done. We're at 11 weeks, really just listening and learning and giving myself grace and figuring things out. Um, and now that I'm coming out of the fourth trimester, I am about to engage in a more regular work-life balance, um, really start to dial in more to routines that serve me when I'm at home with Turner, that's our little boy's name, um, and with my husband, Parker. And so I think looking back at it, if I could shed a piece of light or give a piece of advice on how to get through your postpartum recovery, at least for the first three months, is go into it not having an expectation, which was really helpful for me. Um, I, I made a pact with myself that I was not going to engage in any work-like behavior. As a hairdresser, that's hard because you talk a lot through text. And I, I did engage with customers, but I didn't book anything until day 41. So for the first 40 days, I truly, genuinely just healed. I rested. I took really long showers. I spent a lot of time in the shower, which I think there's a lot of reasons to that, but that's like probably a, a whole episode on its own, um, own time. But um, I just took 40 days to really be kind to my body and bond with Turner um, there were a lot of days where I just made sure I got up and put on clean pajamas and took naps the best I could. I'm not a great napper like other people are. And I tried to just limit the type of consumption of food and drink that didn't totally serve my body to the best of its ability. So, yes, I was having coffee. I had a few glasses of wine here or there. Um, and that was kind of it. I'd have maybe some treats like in that, but I really tried to stay with warm foods entering the body, like which is what the Ayurveda practices encourage for new mothers, um, just to help with 
good healing. And then after those 40 days, I started to kind of like open up a little bit. I went and did a little bit more activity wise. I did go into work to take care of a few clients. Um, that's just the nature of my business is some people just can't, can't go elsewhere and that's okay. Um, I'm appreciative of the loyalty, so I didn't mind, and I don't offer unless I truly mean it, so that was fine. It was great to see people, and I did a little bit more socially, which not a lot, but compared to like what was going on all year with the pandemic, and then in the first 40 days, you know, I, I met up with a couple friends for walks, or I went to a birthday dinner, which was really nice. I went on a date with my husband, you know, we did family things. So it was really, really like a slow intro to different things just to kind of see like, what does this maybe look like for me? Cause it wasn't really how it's going to be. Um, but I just dipped my toes back in and just allowed things to kind of creep back in that I used to do. And with doing that for yourself, you need to keep in mind, it took a whole year almost, we're going to say 10 months, 9 months, 40 weeks, however long you were pregnant, um, to say goodbye to that old ego and to have that surrender and release. And so to get to know this new life and have the rebirth of yourself, it started the day that your baby was born, but it's probably going to take the same amount of time to get to know the new you as it did to say goodbye. So for myself, I have kind of made a pact and I'm saying it out loud now. I'm not going to really say like, I think I know who I am until his first birthday. Um, so over the next year, I hope that I can share some of this process and what's working for me, what's not working for me, encourage other people, whether they're going through postpartum or a pregnancy or the first year of their child's birth or just an ego death because really it's all the same. And I had a really great experience kind of talking about how like motherhood translates into like all parts of our lives. We all have three to four seasons a year. So it starts from, you know, the womb and goes forward. And now as adults, we're doing it too. We just don't mark it as intentionally. So for this first year, I am hoping to share kind of what's going on. Um, like I said, the first part of this, I stayed inward. I was at home. I was being cozy and sweet with my baby and to myself and to my husband. And then the last probably six weeks I've been doing more outward stuff just kind of like trying to do familiar things and with doing that I've been taking note like oh this feels good mm, that doesn't feel good and some of the stuff that doesn't feel good I just know I probably won't engage in anymore or as much you know and so there's more intention with what I am doing the interesting thing with me and my work is like that's what I knew how to do even in motherhood. And you're feeling so insecure about your body. You're feeling insecure about your environment because there's 
new baby stuff everywhere maybe or like in our situation we moved to a new house just before we had Turner and so our home is new our neighborhood is new the commute to get places is new and there was really little familiarity other than Parker my husband and my job and so I was really appreciative of the ability to come back to work a little bit here and there in the beginning so that I could boost my confidence, honestly, because it's like, oh, you know how to do this. Breathe. You're in your workspace. You're with people you know. You're with people you love. You're creating and you're giving back and you're earning. And those things just created this really nice confidence in myself where it's like, okay, go get a little confidence boost and then go back home. And that's kind of what I've been doing in February and this first little bit of March. And it's worked out really well. So I guess for anybody listening that is going through transition or is in postpartum, find that thing that you know, like I know how to do that and I can go do that even though I'm in this space and go do it. Go do it and enjoy it. Don't push yourself to consume yourself in it, but just touch into it and then pull your hand back. Like touch the hot stove and pull it away before you get burned. Because if you sit there lingering too much in that space of, I know how to do this, you're not truly surrendering to get to know the new you. So for some people, I don't know what that would look like as stay-at-home moms. I've talked to some of my girlfriends. I'm like, what's the thing that like you feel you know how to do if you're adding child two or three that you can do in your postpartum other than motherhood? And that's a hard question for them to answer. Um, so I guess I'm encouraging moms to not lose hobbies or passions or interests or anything that really keeps them them because I think it will help with the recovery process. I personally haven't had a ton of depression or blues. I've had it for sure, like moments of it. Thankfully, um, I haven't had the experiences some women have felt yet, but it's definitely an emotional roller coaster. I have really, really, really good days and even some good weeks. And then I have these moments in time or a day or a few days in a row that just feel heavy and hard and emotional. And thankfully, I have a really supportive partner. Um, It wasn't to the point where I felt I needed to get help professionally, but my physician... He did talk with me about it at my six-week appointment, and he was like, you know, call and check in in four to six weeks if if you're feeling a shift in any way, and we can take care of it. So he was he left the door really open for me to feel encouraged and safe if things change because it doesn't you don't just know by week six if you have postpartum depression or anxiety. Um, I did experience, which is so interesting because I've talked with other moms and they are like, oh my God, I had the same thing. And it's just not as widely discussed, but this really anxious feeling about dying. Um, and not just me dying or the baby dying or Parker, but I was really anxious that all three of us were going to die and everybody was going to miss us. (laughs) And it's real. I think you start to realize I have something so great to live for. And I just want to live that out 
And now this thought of all of us leaving, like, in something scary or tragic, like, is a real thing. And it's okay. We're not getting out of here alive. So enjoy every moment you have. As much as we all like to look into the future, and I'm a planner myself, I'm trying really hard to just enjoy the right now. Enjoy this week. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy this moment. Because we don't know what's going to happen um, in the future. We can always make goals or tentative plans, but if you're just looking forward and just focusing on the plan, you're not engaging and connecting in what's right now, and that's how you get a deeper bond with your baby, with your partner, with yourself, with others, and I think that that adds to a more fulfilling life than just being able to list out all the things you have planned or all the things you checked off of that list that you accomplished. It's like, oh, remember that conversation I had with that person versus, oh, well, I went to all these places and da, da, da. I like to travel, so I still like to do those things, but be present. Um, so I've kind of dipped into work, found that familiar, familiarity. Man, that word is tough to say this morning. Um, and just boosted my confidence that way. I now also know because I've been working a little bit more as I've gotten closer to the end of the third trimester, what I want work to look like. And so I think for myself, if I were giving a a mom to be some advice with that works, maybe be a little bit noncommittal if you can be to the work expectation when you have your baby because it's going to look very different than you think and thankfully I wasn't super committal to my clients with when I was going to work or how many days I'd be behind the chair or what hours I'd be there because I had no excuse my French fucking clue Um, and it's been a trip because the last few weeks I've been working in the evenings when Parker gets home from work so that I can fit in people and kind of get back in a rhythm. And I now know that, oof, I do not like working in the evenings. I'm missing out on that wrap-up of the day with Turner and Parker. I don't mind missing out on it a couple times a week so that I can give them time to bond. But when the amount of time I spend away from them in the evening is greater than the time I spend with them. I don't like that. So I now know that. I would not have known that had I not experienced it. So there's no guilt there or shame that I worked three weeks in a row, basically every evening in order to get caught up at work, add some chatter to the bank account, and to see what worked for our family because I'm not going to commit to that going forward this year. And so I've chosen to do three days a week, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. I will probably have some pocket appointments, which if you are a client of mine or if you are a hairdresser, you know what a pocket appointment is. It's there to fit that person in that really needs it. Um, that you offer it, but you don't put it out there. Like I work this evening too. It's just something that you can gift out when needed. Um, 
because it's also nice to keep a boundary for us. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I have experienced myself. And I think not having a huge commitment has made it a lot easier to tell people like, okay, here's what I'm going to be doing. And realistically with a baby, it's all very temporary. So this Sunday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, I'm thinking it'll probably last through the summer and probably parts of the summer. It might shift a little bit just because it's so hot here in the desert, but just being really honest with people, like the schedule is going to change a lot the first year until we get into a rhythm and, you know, it's easier to just be super transparent about like, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm doing my best. And I think people, thankfully to COVID are much more compassionate towards those situations and doing what serves you and your family more so than they were pre-COVID. So utilize these pre-conversations as you're going into a new season. Like, I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. And by this time, I hope to have an idea to share with you. Because realistically, people do want to know when to have something to look forward to. And it gives you an idea like, hey, I need to like take this seriously so that I can start to get to know this next phase of myself in this rebirth, which is the getting to know me part. Right now you just healed. You are finding what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And then you're going to start to like, okay, I know how to mom it. I know how to kind of work it. And now I need to find out how to me it. And so I'm looking forward to getting out of the fourth trimester and getting into a rhythm with work um, and with home and baby and husband. And then I'm going to start to tap into more stuff that's for me. I've really missed uh, my meditations. I've missed my workouts. And I'm trying to balance the friendship time too because I do have good friendships that I miss spending time with. But I also see some friendships that aren't serving me as much and not that I don't want to be friends with them but I just am not going to put that as high up on the prioritization so that's where I'm at everybody (laughs) and I hope that um, in some sharing of my own experiences that you can take something away that'll help you or support you through this process of rebirth and getting to know yourself be kind to yourself Um, I really do believe that no matter what stage of life you're in, we were born into this system of trimesters. And we have now this fourth trimester in theory for moms. But I think babies were born into this trimester period. And when I've spoken with um, a good friend and client about it, she was like, yeah, you know what? Even looking at my girls now as they're older, they kind of do work in this like three season pattern every year and so I personally am taking that thought process and going to be applying it a little bit to our life and we're ending one season right now and we're going to be going into another and we'll have two more to follow so hopefully it works out this year that I can break it down a little more simply Um, I like structure or reasons or names for things because it just makes me feel like okay this is what it is and I don't feel so alone or it feels more practical so if that helps you great if not 
me talking about it is helping me. So (laughs) I love you guys and I hope that everybody's doing well. If you have any questions or want me to talk about anything in particular that I kind of touched on in this, send me a message. Um, You can do it on Instagram. My personal page is at the Real Sarah Marie. And then we have the free air page that I'm slowly getting dialed in. Just it's at Free Air Lifestyle um, on Instagram. And we will catch up soon. I'll try and do a better job of not going two months in between. Um, and I keep saying um. <laughs> Happy Wednesday or no Thursday. Gosh, there's real life. I think that's just COVID, not necessarily momhood, but we don't even know what day of the week it is still. 2021. Be kind to us, be kind to each other, be good to yourself too.